This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com. Or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Between prepping ingredients, setting the table, and planning your tomorrow, sometimes you need an extra hand with dinner. Delta Faucet is here to help. Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot with Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology and fill it with the perfect amount of water. Done. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to see how Voice IQ can fill your dog's bowl, wash your hands, and more. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Here's the scenario. Your insurance company is denying your long-term disability claim despite the fact that you've paid premiums for years and your own doctor insists that you're not well enough to work. If this sounds familiar, call Goldfinger Personal Injury Law. You'll speak with me, Brian Goldfinger, a licensed and experienced lawyer who practices exclusively on behalf of accident victims, disability claimants, and their families. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And if you were one of the unfortunate people who actually tuned in for that Raptors game, thank you for supporting the team when the product on the court is so lackluster, so devoid of hope. And that's that's basically the, uh, the overarching theme of this podcast is that the game tonight in which the Raptors won 90-83 to over the Orlando Magic was a tough watch. Not, <laughs> not particularly an easy one to get through. There was a lot of turnovers. Fred had seven steals. He is a good defender. He's really, really good at digging against big men and getting steals that way. But seven steals is... It's a lot of steals, man. And it really speaks to what kind of sloppiness was being played in this game. The Raptors had 13 turnovers. It seemed like it was around 25. And the Magic had 22 turnovers. And that seemed like maybe it was around 46. The The game, especially in the second half, just turned into an absolute fever dream. The first half, the Raptors were producing decent shots. 
just not hitting them that often. Uh, they were being driven into the back end of the shot clock. Fred Van Vliet was being forced to to head towards the rim a, a bit too often. It was getting blocked a fair bit. But in the second half, basically everybody has played, a, you know, a rec league game or some sort of game where they got everybody's tired. So the game devolves. Let's say this. It's when everybody's used to playing 5-on-5 five five or 4-on-4 four four in the half court. You clear the ball up past the three-point line. Now you've decided a couple people are like, hey, we should play full court. I'm always the guy that wants to play full court. I love full court basketball. And about six possessions in, the game devolves into just people walking back on defense. It's the same three or four guys fast-breaking every single time, and most of the game is played in three or four seconds at a time. And then the rest is just people walking and that is pretty much what happened in this Raptors and Magic game because the second half, my God, it was, oh my goodness, it was just so many turnovers. And even though there were so many turnovers, it seemed like there was more near turnovers, just where the ball was bobbled loose, a, a body hits the floor to, to go after it and doesn't get it. And the ball ends up going back to the team that had it originally. They swing it to an open shooter who doesn't take the shot. Instead thinks, maybe I should drive in. And then crashes into a bunch of defenders. The ball pops out back behind them. Still the team with the original possession keeps it. They throw up a shot, which misses. But they get the offensive rebound. And then they (laughs) kick it out to a three-point shooter who then misses. It's so many things like that happen in this game. It was an absolute fever dream. A fever dream in which Pascal Siakam shot 4 for 22. A fever dream in which Norman Powell scored 33 points, a career high. A a fever dream in which Norman Powell, he might have outscored the Magic in the second half, damn near. Well, not, he didn't actually, but it was very, very close. It was insanity. I've, that was one of the craziest Raptors games I've seen in some time. And I distinctly remember watching the Raptors when they had the number two offense and the 30th ranked defense in whichever year with Jose Calderon. And my goodness, this team. And I I can't blame them because they won. Pascal Siakam shot four for 22. Fred, seven for 20. OG, one for five. Mark, one for six. They won the game. They pulled it out, 90 to 83. I guess, yeah, so the start of the game I'll talk about, basically, the Raptors, they weren't, the, the Magic, even though they have Vucevic injured, and that does take away some of their viability on offense, they're still a long and tenacious defensive team, Kem Birch started in Vucevic's place, and I thought he did pretty well, especially at the opening start of the game, he was pretty good rolling and slipping the screens, getting to the bucket early on. Fultz was pretty good. He was using his size to keep Van Vliet out of the plays and create a lot of two-on-one or three-on-two situations going downhill towards the rim. Evan Fournier had 10 points, I think, in the opening frame. So they started out well. The Magic, they won the first quarter 23-20. to Evan Fournier had three free throws at the end of it to put the, the Magic up by three. Just, it was still a meandering type of quarter. The Raptors definitely did not bring their A game offensively missing some shots that you think well maybe they should have hit that maybe maybe they should have 
and maybe they usually hit that, you know, it was that type of game, and a lot of times teams will lose those types of games, a game I can think of where it's Norman Powell played the Kyle Lowry role in this game, but the early game in this season against the Bucks, where basically the Raptors weren't able to create anything for a long stretch of time, but Kyle Lowry's incredible performance seemed to lift them out of the mud and made the game a respectable score by the end, but the Raptors didn't pull through. The Magic are not the Bucks. Norm Powell isn't Kyle Lowry, but his resurgence in the second half was enough to pull the Raptors out of the out of the proverbial mud in this one. And my goodness, it's tough to stay on topic because this game was so all over the place. It's it's a very unique game. It was very unique, and I say that with also the caveat that if you haven't seen it, just because I say it was unique does not mean you need to go watch it. I promise you, this game does not need to be watched. There is not a lot to glean from this game. Norman Powell, he hit his triples the same way he's been hitting his triples in past games. He found himself running a lot on offense and sprinting to the rim, guiding him to a 12 of 18 shooting mark for the game. And the Raptors, that's the whole story of this one. Chris Boucher, Terrence Davis showed some nice synergy as pick-and-roll partners, and I, I was a fan of that. Chris Boucher had a couple nice end ones, used his length, was pretty effective on defense. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, three offensive rebounds. You can always count on him to bring the energy on that end. He had a really nice offensive rebound, and then immediately did a behind-the-back pass to Pascal for a layup, one of his only four made shots on the night. Fred Van Vliet, 22 points, five rebounds, four assists, seven steals. That's an amazing stat line. That's an incredible stat line. That is an absolutely tenacious Chris Paul 2009 getting in your face, playing awesome defense type of stat line. And it did not at all look like a Chris Paul um, night (laughs) defensively. Also, in the second quarter to slow down the magic, for a time, the Raptors started using a zone they, the Magic had a tough time breaking it. The Raptors didn't stick with it for the rest of the game for obvious reasons. It did start coming around a little bit once Fultz was back in the game for the Magic. His size and willingness to probe did open up some stuff for the Magic on their offense. And I'm pretty sure they went in halftime up seven. The Raptors offense still stuck in the mud. Still very much not doing anything. The second half begins. Norman Powell comes out seemingly with a white light behind him. And... Angels singing as he ascends from his seat on the chair, ready to start the second half and start raining hellfire on the magic from downtown. He's going to attack from the weak side and dunk unexpectedly. And not only that, but he's going to run out in transition and get a scoop layup and one. He's going to do everything in this one. And the Raptors clung on to that. And on the other side of things, Van Vliet and Gasol had some incredible uncanny synergy defensively completely locking up any of the pick and rolls that the magic tried to run completely stagnating anything the magic had going on offense and the raptors just clamped down for a short amount of time 12 minutes to be exact the length of the third quarter and my god they won 26 to 12 in that frame and then the next quarter 24 to 24 they eventually won 90 to 83 i've already stated this But this game was just so wacky and all over the place, like I said before, that it's just hard to keep tabs. This game was 
incredibly nutty and was completely saved for it, it it should be remember it should be remembered as the Norman Powell game because that's what it was. He scored 33 points. He had zero rebounds, one assist, two steals. He basically was just getting buckets. No other facet of the game concerned him. He was just running at the rim on offense and when it was when he felt like it, pulling up from 3, using the catch and shoot to score from downtown, those types of things. But this game is defined by Norm Powell scoring over a third of the Raptors points in this one and nearly matching the Orlando Magic's second half total by himself. That is the that is the story of the game. And I know regularly he would get the Reggie Evans award, but he won't tonight. The Reggie Evans award which goes to relentless characters who have a wonderful stick to itiveness is all the fans who watched this game and didn't turn away, watched it in all its glory, watched how many different times the ball could change hands in a game, how many times the Raptors could almost cough up the ball only to grab it at the last second and turn around and run up the other side of the floor. And the same thing for the Magic. It was insanity and all highlighted with a Norman Powell game. And that was that was the reward for the for the fans. We got to see Norman Powell's career high. But Norman Powell, I'm sorry I can't give you the Reggie Evans award tonight because it's going to the fans who watch this game. And I don't even mean that to be funny. That is just where it's going. The Mitchell Robinson Award, which goes to the villain. There is no villain tonight. This game was a plucky Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fever dream of a game. Some turtles who come out of the gutter to eat pizza. And now they're a cultural phenomenon. How did this happen in our society type of game. If you were transported from another realm, another space and time, and suddenly you saw this game at a particular time when bodies were clashing, the ball was just being thrown around, seemingly indiscriminately and never getting near the rim because there was like a 42 second sequence where neither team took a shot they were just exchanging turnovers and you would be like what is the point of this game what are those what is that basket i don't know what a basket is but i'm using that word i'm from another realm another time what is that orange thing what is that big glass thing i see through what what's all this why do you guys need that there nobody's going near it why do they just keep slapping the ball out of each other's hands they're wearing different jerseys i assume that means that they they have different tribes something of that sort yes person from another realm another space and time the the rim is actually important the basket the aforementioned thing it, it is important however both these teams are neglecting to look at it save for Norman Powell. You see that man right there? He he is the god of this team, and they look to him to save them when the hour is at its darkest. And I, okay, I've beat this, this bit has been beaten to death, but I, I genuine, <laughs> I believe in this bit. The top quick reaction comment from Arshdeep Singh. Really hope we don't hear more stupid trade pal talk anymore. Absolutely ridiculous. He's a good two-way player capable of getting 20-plus minutes either starting or coming off the bench and always playing hard while being worth his contract. Someone like Malik Beasley or Bogdan Bogdanovich is not much of an upgrade, if at all, considering the defense pal provides. Yeah, I uh, anybody who listens to this podcast knows that I'm not particularly hard on pal during his bad games. I, I, I think I'm a pal apologist and a pal optimist as well. 
I, I do like Norm Powell. I understand the grind. And I think I agree with the Malik Beasley one. Bogdan Bogdanovich is... His shooting is really, really impressive. I think he's really underrated out in Sacramento. I really like his game specifically, so I think he is an upgrade on Powell. But I think that the the Kings understand his value, so I don't think that switching him for Powell would be feasible, and I don't think that's something that the Raptors can command or try and swindle the Kings out of. As far as Malik Beasley, I think that's a decent one. Malik Beasley's a good player. And I'm sure when other teams play against the Raptors, they feel like Powell is a thorn in their side. He's very capable of ameliorating and improving to a certain level of basketball when the Raptors deem it necessary. And when he deems it necessary, when somebody finally understands the grind, Powell will acquiesce and will let you in on his secret. And then he will go into 2006 Kobe mode, scored at like 30 points in the second half and lift his team out of the proverbial mud, and I'm repeating myself once again, but that's, Powell is, I, I think Powell is a perfectly good player for an 8th or 7th man on this team. He was perfectly good in the playoffs last year. The Raptors won a championship with him in the rotation, and I, I have no qualms with Powell. I think he deserves a spot on the Raptors. I don't see an obvious upgrade to him on the market, and I, uh, I don't see or hear a lot of trade Powell talk. But if I did, I think I would disagree with it vehemently, just like Arshdeep Singh. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the podcast. And proud of you if you watched this game. It's, it was really something else. I have a league game to go play, and uh, I'm going to get out of here. But thank you very much for listening, whether you're getting into this in the morning or at night. Have a blessed day, and goodbye. Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at MrsMyers.com. Everyone needs more vacation, right? The new United Gateway card knows how to take you away with great travel rewards and no annual fee, ever. The wait for vacation is over. Tap now or visit unitedgatewaycard.com to apply. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough and the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you, so you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.